1: Today, a Vancouver uh, City committee uh, is looking at a motion uh, which would review the city's protected view cones, uh, and which many people have said, look, in the past have helped us preserve the city's, um, you know, skyline. In many ways, it allows us to see the physical beauty and keep our connection to nature. Others have said, look, it's, it's played a role in perhaps stifling some of the building of badly needed housing uh, in the city. Uh, yesterday, we had on Brent Todarian, who is a former Vancouver City planner. Uh, he talked a little bit of the, uh, on the role of view corridors uh, in building the city of Vancouver. Take a listen.
2: The protective view corridors are about the connection to the mountains in particular. We have something called street end views that protect the view down to the water. But the view corridors are about the mountains. As a backdrop, if you think about how you would frame a picture on your wall, the mountains are the backdrop, the skyline is the foreground. And there was a very strong interest in designing the downtown in a way that fits into, respects, reflects, Pay some uh, homage to our fantastic setting. It takes dozens of decisions to protect these view corridors, and in fact, dozens of decisions had been made to protect them, and only one decision to block them. If you allowed even one building to block them, then those dozens of other previous decisions don't matter because the view is blocked. There was a lot of pressure to say if we're going to block them, we better. Be really sure we know what we're doing and that's what we want to do relative to the values at play in our city building, what we consider most important, etc.
1: So do we protect all those view corridors uh, or is there room for compromise? Joining me now is uh, Peter Meisner, ABC Vancouver City Councillor. Peter, thank you for joining us.
0: Hi, Jazz. Thanks for having me.
1: I understand you've been meetings uh, pretty much all day today. How's it going so far?
0: Well, it did uh, pass unanimously. Um, so wow. listening to Brent's, uh yes. So we did make a few uh, changes uh, to the motion, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of uh, reinforcing some of those wide uh, panoramic views. And just to be clear, that was never the intention of the motion. This is really about looking at some of the lower priority. Framed views, Mm -hmm. not those big sweeping vistas like we see from Queen Elizabeth Park, for example. So it it did pass unanimously with uh, uh, cross-party support today.
1: So the uh, postcard view has been preserved, uh, which most people, as you said, wasn't going to be touched. What will be impacted, and what view corridors uh, or rules around view corridors uh, will you make uh, less of a priority?
0: Yeah, so this is really just a review. So what we're doing is we're directing staff to come back with information on all of the view cones and view corridors throughout Vancouver, but really with a focus on some of those lower priority framed views. So we have the big panoramic views like the ones from Queen Elizabeth Park, for example. That's not really what we're focused on here. What we're looking at is framed views where there's buildings, for example, that are framing a small view And some of those views are really, really minor. Um, Some of them are obscured by trees or vegetation. Some of them have changed since 2010, which was when the last review was done by new buildings. And some of them are actually only visible from moving vehicles. So what the review is intending is uh, for staff to come back with information on all of those view cones and also how much housing, job space and hotel space, for example, could be unlocked if some of those minor ones to be relaxed. This is not getting rid of view cones. Uh,
1: Do you think those view cones have stifled uh, supply being built in the city?
0: I know for a fact they have. So I've been on council for just under a year now, and uh, obviously we meet with uh, proponents of of developers building buildings downtown. Um, There's a social housing project, for example, on Richards and Drake, uh, that's be under construction right now well that was sliced by one-third due to a view cone one of these minor view cones and as a result they're losing you know 100 social housing units out of that tower we've also heard of examples of other towers where they've switched from rental to strata because of the view cone that you know the project doesn't work financially um, so it is, it is cutting into housing and job space opportunities downtown. And I think in the housing crisis that we're in, we have a responsibility to take a look at all of these policies.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, have there been other cities that have sort of said enough of these view cones, we've got to start building, uh, we're not too worried about them, just walked away from them or at least uh, diluted the previous view, view cones?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I mean, Vancouver's pretty unique in, in the fact that we have the view cones. Uh, Council in the spring actually did relax some view cones near Cambia and Broadway. Uh, that was relatively, it wasn't very controversial. Nobody probably really even knows. But uh, the rationale there is we have, you know, two rapid transit lines intersecting uh, at and Broadway. We've got the Broadway line that's, um, you know, under construction right now. But the view cone there was to preserve views of City Hall from downtown as a wayfinding instrument. So I think we all agreed on council, you know, in 2023, do we really need to see a view of City Hall as a wayfinding instrument from downtown? Obviously, job space and housing is more important at the intersection of two rapid transit lines. So, I mean, these these rules and some of these view cones are just really, really outdated in the context of 2023.
1: Uh, do you see us ever walking away from some of these view cones? I mean, I look at a lot of world-class cities. Look, every area is different based on culture and and geography. Uh, you know, we couldn't do what Hong Kong is doing. Hong Kong's got huge towers, and it, and it fits... Uh, to what hong kong is but do you think we need view cones at all when regards to building higher higher buildings technology allows it there's greater density we want more another million people moving here over the next uh, 30 years Uh, does it really matter in regards to view cones? should we have these rules in the first place
0: i I think there's a place for view cones i think you know people recognize that the views of the mountains and the ocean are what makes vancouver extremely livable and world-class and a beautiful city so I don't anticipate that we'd ever be getting rid of view cones. But as you highlighted, I mean, we need 28,000 new homes over the next five years here in Vancouver. That's our target from the provincial government. So we have a responsibility to look at all of our policies across the city. And if there's small view cones that uh, people don't even really know about or can't see because they're grown over with trees, for example, Mm -hmm. I think we have a responsibility to look at those if they're impacting delivery of housing downtown.
1: Peter thanks for your time I know you could about probably have to get back appreciate uh, you making time for us uh, and updating us on the view uh, view cone conversation as as you said everything passed unanimously today
0: yes it did uh, my pleasure thanks for having me on